thank you for the applause, and especially after that wonderful introduction from Pastor Fred, all the compliments, and uh, if I could... If I could get through this sermon without losing my voice, it'll be a miracle. I've been spending most of the week yelling at Pastor Fred. Uh, somebody's got to keep him in line, you know, so <clears throat> just kidding. This may be my last sermon, so we'll see. Um, I'd like to welcome everybody here today, especially those who are online, all my millions of fans. Thank you so much for uh, watching, uh, especially you this morning. Thank you for showing up. Uh, we've been in this great series that Pastor Fred has kicked off in July, Freedom Is. And he's talked about freedom is war, freedom is hope, and freedom is choice. And if you, you want to take notes this morning, you have sermon notes on the back of your bulletin. You know me when I preach. I probably give you a lot of information, sometimes too much information um, to even handle in one day, but feel free to take notes. But I thought it would be probably... I say probably, be appropriate, um, if I kind of go with Pastor Fred's kind of, uh, you know, method of, you know, you open with a joke and uh, you end with a song. I ain't singing a cappella today, so we're, we're going to skip that part, but I'm going to try, try the joke this morning. This is, this is for Pastor Fred. This is right out of Pastor Fred's book of jokes right here, all right? There were three sisters ages 92, 94, and 96. And they all lived in a house together. One night, the 96-year-old draws a bath. She puts one foot in and pauses. She yells down the stairs and says, what, was I getting in or out of the bath? The 94-year-old yells back, I don't know. I'll come up and see. So she starts up the stairs and pauses. Then she yells out, was I going up the stairs or down the stairs? The 92-year-old is sitting at the kitchen table having tea and listening to her sisters. She shakes her head and says, I sure hope I never get that forgetful when I get to their age. She knocks on wood for good measure, and then she replies, I'll come up and help you both as soon as I go and answer the door. He doesn't think it's funny. I, I got this off his desk, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm excited this morning to talk about my favorite subject. How to be angry at foolish people. No, that's not my, that's my second favorite topic. My favorite topic to speak about is Jesus. Though we talk about him a lot here at Christian Life Church, we can never talk about him enough. We've been in this series, Freedom, and the title of my message is Freedom is Truth. Now, when I was a teenager, if you were to ask me to fill in this blank, Freedom is, I would have answered instantly and said, Adulthood. As soon as I become an adult, that's freedom. I will get to do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want, right? Because that's what adulthood is all about, right? 
as my four-year-old son reminds me every day that I do not have the freedom I thought I was going to have. But if you were to fill in freedom is, if you were to fill in this blank, you must first fill in this blank. Jesus is. How would you fill in that blank? Jesus is. Maybe you would say Jesus is a great storyteller. Jesus is a good motivational speaker. Jesus is kind. Jesus is my rescuer. Jesus is changing my life. Jesus is my higher power. Maybe if you were around in 1965, you were a fan of the birds when they came out with the song, Jesus is just all right. Or maybe the Doobie Brothers in 1972 when they redid that song. Or if you're in my generation, 1992, when DC Talk came out with Jesus is still all right. But to answer, fill in the blank of freedom is, you must first answer the question Jesus is. Today we're going to be in the book of John. And I'll have a lot of scripture will be throughout that book. John chapter 8 will be my text. But, but to give you a little background of the book of John, I'm going to give you from the beginning to the end, right here. Starting in the first verse all the way to the last verse. Are you ready? John chapter 1, John starts with this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Skip down to verse 14. It says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father full of grace and truth. That's how John starts the book. John was a close friend of Jesus, right? He starts the book off right off the chute. But this is how he ends the book in chapter 21, verse 25. It says, Jesus also did many other things. If they were all written down, I suppose the whole world cannot contain the books that would be written. John talks about Jesus being the everlasting word, the eternal God, the light of the world, the one and only Son of God. But John breaks it down to one word. If you were to ask John, if you were to see throughout the entire book, this is how he answers it. Jesus is truth. When you say this, if any one of us were to say Jesus is truth, it would instantly raise all kinds of questions. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be home, you could be at work, you could be at school, you could be in the grocery store, you could even be at church. If you say Jesus is truth, questions are going to be raised. In fact, in John chapter 18, it was. Remember when Jesus faced Pilate? This is what Pilate said. So you are a king. Jesus responded, you say I am king. Actually, I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. And Pilate asks the question, what is truth? Interesting. 
Truth was standing in front of him, face to face, eye to eye. And he asked the question, what is truth? Well, this morning, we may ask that question. What is truth, really? Who's to say what is true or not? There are really no absolutes, right? Truth is subjective. Truth is relative. What is true for you might not be true for me. What is true for me might not be true for you. Truth is pragmatic. Whatever works for you is good, right? That's what the world believes. That's what some of us believe, right? What is truth? Who decides what is truth? What's the standard? Is there even a standard? Well, I want to tell you this morning something that I've learned. And if you're going to write anything down this morning, this is the thing that you need to write down right now. Truth is not a principle. Truth is a person. Jesus Christ. If there is nothing else you've heard this morning, this is what it is. Truth is not a principle. Truth is a person. And that's Jesus Christ. In John chapter 14, Jesus' disciples were freaking out. They just had this extremely confusing dinner in the upper room where Jesus talked to them about death, sacrifice, dying for the sins of the world, his body being broken, his blood being spilled out. He identified one of, his, one of those with him as being one who would betray him. And then... Throughout the midst of this conversation, Jesus stoops down with a basin and a towel and he washes all of their dirty feet, telling them that serving was the pathway to greatness. So they were very confused that night. But to calm their fears, Jesus tells them, guys, I'm going to prepare a place for you in my father's house. What? You talk about how you're going to die. You're going to talk about how you're going to wash our feet and serving. And now you're saying you're going to prepare a place for us. Well, one of his disciples, just so happened to be Thomas, says, well, okay, Jesus, how do we get there? We don't know how. And this is how Jesus responds in John 14. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Did you notice something in this verse? This week I noticed this. In the middle, in the center of the way and the life is the truth. Did you notice that? In the center. He says, listen, guys, I am the way to eternal life. In fact, I am that life. And just so you understand... When people challenge you about what is true or not, remember, I am the truth. He didn't say I know some truth. He, does, he didn't say I always tell the truth. He doesn't say that truth is a religion or a ritual or a set of rules or regulations. He says I am the truth. Truth is not a principle. Truth is a person, Jesus Christ. Jesus doesn't just tell us some truths about God. He is the ultimate expression of God. Have you ever asked the question, what is God like? I have. 
All the time. Well, if you really want to know, just look at Jesus. <clears throat> John 1.18 says, No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. Now, my son's not here this morning. He was here last night, but I figured I'd bring some pictures. Throw up the first picture. This is my son, Xavier. Look at this. Like father, like son. Spitting image, right? Check out the next picture, right? Bulls game, let's go. Go Bulls, you know. The next picture. That's, that's me and my son. Listen, he looks exact. He got my good looks. That, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. But even more than my looks, he's got my personality. He's got my strong will. He tells it like it is. He knows what he wants when he wants it. Let me tell you something. Even though this illustration doesn't compare, it's the only illustration I got to tell you. That Jesus looks just like his father. He doesn't just look like his father. He acts like his father. He talks like his father. He lives like his father. Hebrews 1.3 says the sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. Are you with me? Right after Jesus tells his disciples in John 14 that he is the truth, you know what he says next? He says, if you had really known me, you would know who my father is. But from now on, you do know him because you have seen him. I didn't even plan on preaching today. I was just going to read my notes and call it a day. If this is truth, the truth never changes. You know how I know that? Because Hebrews 13 says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the truth, and the truth never changes. I've heard people tell me that they love how I just tell it like it is. How I wear my emotions on my sleeve. They really appreciate my blunt approach. How many of you appreciate that? All three of you, thank you so much. All right. I hear a lot of people tell me that. They really do. They say, Dan, we really appreciate that you're straight up, that you don't beat around the bush. It's interesting. They love me until I get in their face and tell them how it is. Mm-hmm. And I tell them the honest truth. In 2010, Facebook came out with this game called The Truth Is. This Facebook game is where you tell the truth to somebody who likes your status. And it kind of goes something like this. Most people are fake when they comment on this. But it kind of goes, truth is, you seem to be a really nice person, even though I don't really know you. Truth is, I'm going to say nice things about you on Facebook, even though I talk bad about you behind your back. Truth is, it's a fun little game on social media, and the fact of the matter is, there is nothing truth about it. Let me tell you this, though. The truth is, we are all in need of a Savior who doesn't just tell the truth, but he is the truth. Have you ever been lied to? I have. I hate it with a passion. You could call me names. You could do whatever you want to me, but don't lie to me. 
But you and I have an enemy of our soul who hates the truth. Jesus, in John 8.44, calls him the father of lies. And his agenda is to steal our joy, to kill our peace, and to destroy our freedom. And his target is you and me. And his main tactic is to distort the truth at all costs. And our culture has totally bought into that. In fact, some people in the tr truth believe it as well. We make up our own rules. We make up our own truth in the name of freedom. If you have a society of over 300 million people and 87% of them are making up their own rules and their own truth, is there any wonder why there is so much chaos in this world? The great prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 59 said this, Our courts oppose the righteous and justice is nowhere to be found. Truth stumbles in the streets and honesty has been outlawed. Yes, truth is gone. Isn't that interesting? You would think that Isaiah wrote that yesterday, right? He wrote it thousands of years ago, and yet, doesn't that sound familiar? <coughs> Truth is not a moral standard established by men that can be altered with time. Truth is a person, Jesus Christ who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He's got the first word, and he's got the last word. He is the unchanging God full of grace and truth. He is the author of what was, what is, and what is to come. His words are the solid foundation upon which to build life. He is the immovable rock that we anchor ourselves in. Jesus died and rose from the dead. He was alive then, and he is alive today. No one else can be the truth. Only Jesus can and ever will be the truth. I wish I was excited about this. I'm going to age myself a little bit, but I already told you my, you know, my, my music genre. So in 1992, a great movie called A Few Good Men came out with Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson. And Tom Cruise was this Lieutenant Caffey, you know, naval officer, naval lawyer, and he addresses, you know, Colonel Jessup, Marine. He's in court, you know. Some of you have seen it. If you haven't seen it, man, it's classic. And Lieutenant Caffey directs him, and Colonel Jessup says, you want answers? And Lieutenant Caffey says, I want the truth. And what does he say? You can't handle the truth. That's right. I can't do it justice, but you can't handle the truth. Love it. Can you really handle the truth? See, most people in this world can't handle the truth. You know why? Because they're basing their truth off of principle and not the person. You will never be able to handle the truth if you don't know the truth personally. The world can't handle the truth. You've also heard another familiar phrase called the truth will set you free. Man, we use that phrase so loosely, don't we? I get it that there is something to be said about that feeling when you tell the truth 
or you learn something about the truth, but there is no lasting freedom in just knowing that something is true. This is what Jesus actually said in John 8. He says, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. There's a couple of key words in this text this morning. Hold and then. It says, if you hold to my teachings, then you will know, and then you will be set free. See, we say the truth will set you free like it's, that's it. This text is saying that if you apply, if you hold to my truth to your life, then you will be saved. Then you will be set free. If we all accepted Jesus Christ in our life, who is the truth, what impact would it make in our society? Think about it. If we all lived for the truth, who Jesus is, there would be no theft. There would be no killing. There would be no school shootings, no drive-bys, no drug dealers, no gang wars. There would be no such thing as ISIS and terrorism in this world. There'd be no more bullying at schools. There'd be no more lying, no more cheating, no more fraud, no more slacking off on the job, no adultery, no affairs, no broken hearts, no unfaithfulness, no abortions, no divorces, no cuss words, no abuse, and the list goes on and on and on. Generosity would overflow and people would look for ways to share with those in need. What a different world it would be if we all just lived for Jesus, who is the truth. But some of you are sitting there thinking, Pastor Dan, that's great. That's great. But you need to stop dreaming and step into reality. It is never going to be like that, Pastor Dan. Oh, yeah? I believe it is going to be like that someday in a place called heaven. Because we will be with the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth forever. If we live for Jesus, who is the truth, we would all bring the truth with us in our homes, in our jobs, in our schools, in our neighborhoods. If we live for the truth, the truth would go in these places. If we just live for the truth, but the text, the text says, if you hold to my teachings, if you hold to them, if you follow them, if you apply them, then you are my disciples. And if you are my disciples, then you will know the truth. John 13, 35. It says, by this everyone will know you are my disciples. If you love one another. That's one of his teachings. Hey, let's, let's break it down real quick. You're saying, listen, we don't have time to go out through the whole Bible, right? But it says, if you hold to my teachings. Well, that's one of his teachings. You know what another teaching it says? It says, in the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. I mean, is he beating around the bush here? Matthew 16 says, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciples must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. 
John 15, 8 says, This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. There's another big one nobody wants to, to follow through with. Luke 14 says, If anyone comes to me and does not hate their father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciples. Listen, the word hate in this text doesn't mean to hate your family. It means to don't put their, your family before me. You can love your family. You should love one another. You should be there. But so many times we put everything else before God. And didn't God promise something? That he would take care of you if you just first seek his kingdom and his righteousness? Amen. These are his teachings. And if we hold to his teachings, then you will be set free. By obeying his word makes you a disciple. By being a disciple means you know the truth. By knowing the truth, you are set free. You say, Pastor Dan, I get it. I get it. You're done. You're good. At it. Good. Listen, I don't know if we quite understand what this really means. You know what being set free? Some of you, all of us have a different, different definition of this, a different understanding. But when Jesus says you will be set free, you know what he's saying? You will be set free from addiction. You will be set free from bondage, set free from comparison, set free from doubt, set free from envy, set free from fear, set free from guilt, set free from hypocrisy, set free from insecurities, set free from judgment, set free from lies, set free from the love of money, set free from negativity, set free from offense, set free from past, set free from rebellion, set free from shame, set free from trespasses, set free from violence, set free from war. Worry, free from all that God always has meant for you to be. And that is in relationship with him. So when you're set free, did I cover it? I covered only a few, but I think it covers the spectrum, doesn't it? Free. Free. Listen, I've heard it says what you don't know won't hurt you. That is a lie. That is a lie. I need to know things. But it's not always what you know, it's who you know. And if you know the truth, mm, then you will be set free. You see, knowing about the truth does not set us free. Knowing him who is the truth and holding to his teachings, that is what sets you and I free. Truth is not a principle. Truth is a person. And Jesus is the truth, and he wants to set you free today. So if you were to fill in the blank, Jesus is, and you say Jesus is truth, then guess what? Guess what you filled in? The blank of freedom is. See, freedom is truth. Because Jesus is the truth that sets you free. It's not rocket science, but you got to dig. You got to go in the word. You can't just, 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 just hear rumors you got to get the revelation. Because God is speaking through his son Jesus, and he wants all of us to live for him. Listen, it doesn't mean your problems are going to go away. It doesn't mean life is perfect. But it does mean you have somebody who is with you always. Let's pray. God, I thank you for who you are. 
God, I thank you that you are our redeemer, our healer, and our savior. God, thank you for sending your one and only son, Jesus, to come into the world to trump every question, even the million-dollar question, what is truth? Thank you for coming, sending your son, Jesus, to answer that question, but not just answer it, but to be it. God, this morning, I pray for every person in here. God, I pray for those who are sitting in here who may not know you as the truth. God, they may, they may not have a relationship with you. God, I pray today will be the day that they commit themselves to you, that say, I'm going to live for you. I'm, uh, things are going to have to change, but I, I, know, I know I've got to live for the truth. Maybe there's some in here this morning, they, maybe you've been raised in the church, maybe you've kind of been going your own way in life. God, I pray for those who just need to, to, to make a stand today. They, they need to dedicate. They need to rededicate their life. God, I pray for those that, 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 that they, can, they can not just make a decision, but they will go out here, out of this church today, and live for you and be that different person. God, I pray for those who are sitting in here who are bound up by something, who just need freedom in their life. God, they need to be free from something. It could be an addiction, it could be fear, it could be everything in between. God, I pray today that the, by the power of your Holy Spirit, you will heal and give freedom to every person today. God, I thank you for your word, I thank you for your examples, and God, I pray that it just penetrates in our heart today as we go. God, we, may we be changed in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, I want to I say another prayer. I want to say another prayer. Thank you, thank you. Listen, before we leave here today, I want to give you an opportunity, whether it's your first time saying this prayer, whether it's your, maybe you've said a prayer and maybe you need to say it again. Regardless, I want to say a prayer and I want you to repeat after me. And it's a little modernized than you used to, but I would appreciate everyone if you could just repeat this prayer. And if you mean it, I'm telling you something's going to change. Will you repeat this prayer after me? Say, hey, Jesus. I know that I do not live right. And I ask you, would you forgive me? I believe you died for me. And that God raised you from the dead. So that I can live with you forever in heaven. I turn from my own way of living. And I ask you, that you come into my heart and guide me every step I take from now on. I give you my life. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer this morning, whether it's your first or your second or your fifth or your tenth, if you meant that, it's, 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 it's confessing out of your mouth, but it's also believing in your heart. And if you confess and believe, you are saved today. And if you know the truth, then the truth will set you free. And if you want prayer this morning, if you committed your life to Christ this morning, 
I'd like, to, I'd like to talk to you. Come see me or Pastor Fred after service. We would love to walk with you in this journey and give you something to, to help you along the way. Or maybe you need prayer. Maybe you just want prayer for something. You want, you know, want us to pray for you. Something is bugging you. Something you, you need freedom in something. We'll pray for you this morning. But regardless, let's turn our eyes upon Jesus because he is the truth. Amen? Amen. Pastor Fred?